Hey, and welcome to the Get Rich Podcast. This is episode 10. In this podcast, we usually talk about movies, music, and technology. So let's get right into it. As it's towards the beginning of the year, that means only one thing for movies is the award ceremonies. Uh, Golden Globes were on um, last week, last weekend, and I was I was surprised. Um, I thought I saw a lot of movies, but I didn't see um, the movies that were nominated. I saw the really one-offs, weird ones, the one that's, that didn't make enough money. Um, I did see most of them that were nominated, but there were quite a few, probably half, that... Uh, I, I didn't end up seeing, um, you know, cause right, right off the bat, best motion picture, uh, for a drama. Um, you know, they had stars born if Beale street could talk black, uh, Klansman, uh, black Panther and Bohemian rep city, which Bohemian rep city, um, uh, took home that award on that one. Uh, I was surprised, uh, because black Panther, you know, was one of, you know, the top grossing films of all time, a star is born, um, was on the news and even in the music charts, uh, for weeks and weeks at a time with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, um, and Barry Jenkins with if Beale street could talk. I was, I was a little surprised that Bohemian Rhapsody won, but I wasn't surprised a lot just because, Bohemian Rhapsody was a fantastic film, and I thought they did a fantastic job portraying um, the full story and giving you a full perspective on Freddie Mercury and his life and his upbringing. And so, uh, you know, yeah, out of all of those, I only think the other one would may have been maybe A Star is Born. I can't really speak to that one too much because that one I was never really interested in and I didn't see. Um, and a couple other ones out there, that one... I never got around to seeing Green Book, but I really want to see Green Book. But that one best motion picture for a musical or comedy. Um, let's see a couple of them. Uh, Rami Malek took home um, best actor for a motion picture and a drama, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, the favorite took home a lot of them, which I didn't. I didn't get around to seeing that. Uh, but I do see, like you know, in the running for uh, best performance by an actress in a musical or comedy. Um, you know, they had, um, Elsie Fisher, Charlize Theron, Elsie from eighth grade, Charlize Theron from Tully. Uh, you know, they had movies that I have seen, but these movies that I didn't see ended up taking home, um, the awards. So, you know, overall it was okay. Uh, you know, I'm more of an Oscars person myself. I feel like I just, uh, I feel, I don't know, Golden Globes, is more of a, a time waster for me. I don't really have much going on. You to turn it on, you know, eat dinner, you know, do whatever. So it, it's a good award show, but I just, I feel like the Oscars is kind of where it's at. That's, that's where you'll see a lot of, um, a lot more, I guess. I was kind of, Golden Globes kind of lacks a little bit for me. Um, speaking of Bohemian Rep City taking home the award, uh, for, uh, best motion picture and a drama, uh, they, if some people did notice, some people did, when they won those awards, even with Rami Malek going up to take, uh, do his acceptance speech, he didn't mention his director, Brian Singer, which I thought was interesting. 
He didn't mention his director because Brian Singer, about two weeks before the film was finished, ended up getting fired from the film because of accusations of sexual misconduct. And so with the awards uh, you know, ceremony and the award show and the Me Too movement and the, you know, the Time's Up and everything that has been going on in and around the Hollywood uh, you know, movies and sets and business, um, with sexual misconduct being uh, a part of a project that you're working on, um, you know, I bet it would have to be very difficult for the actors and the crew and the staff to to recognize because when everyone else goes up, you know, um, they go up and they they think they're producers and they're writers and you know Mahershala Ali with Green Book, he was thinking, you know, staff, uh, coworkers. Um, directors, producers, things like that. But when, um, you know, people from uh, Bohemian Rep City, when they go up, they think everybody but the director, um, which I thought was an interesting move. They didn't want to give him any spotlight. They didn't want to um, show him uh, any um, recognition of any kind because of the accusations of sexual misconduct, which I thought was uh, I thought was an interesting move. Um, you know, Speaking of movies, uh, my movie pass year is gone. It's done. Um, I didn't renew my movie pass. Um, so I bought the whole year last year. Uh, I saw 85-ish movies uh, for the year of 2018. But this year, I ended up going with the AMC A-listers. Um, yes, it is more expensive. It's about $20 a month. Um, but I like it better. Um, so far, it's only been a week. Uh, you don't have to have a physical card. You don't have to um, be at the theater. You can make reservations from your phone at any time. Um, you can make up to three. Um, you don't have. To, you can cancel whenever you want to. You can see uh, 3D, IMAX. You know, you can see all of them. So so far, so good. Um, I had a good friend that um, has been using it for a while. And, um, I just hear way better reviews over MoviePass. Um, I think AMC did it right. And, I, you know, I'm okay with spending the extra $10 a month. Another movie I went to see recently um, was Welcome to Marwin, uh, starring Steve Carell, uh, Janelle Monet, Leslie Mann. Um, this was based on a true story of a uh, an individual played by Steve Carell. Um, he was um, he he had different interests, um, you know, such as um, art and sketching and things like that. But one of his interests was wearing and collecting female shoes. Um, one day he one night he was at a bar and he had a bunch of guys um, kind of get in his face, beat him up uh, pretty badly uh, within inches of his life. And then since he wasn't able to uh, continue sketching and drawing, he started um, photographing miniature doll type figurines and he created a full story and a full town. So the movie itself I thought was great. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis, um, which I thought was an interesting choice for Robert Zemeckis. The only reason is because Robert has worked on films like Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, contact and then he comes out with this movie welcome to Morrowind. now the reason is is because a lot of the critics and a lot of the media online which sometimes you can't always listen to the reason is, is because a lot of the media is giving it pretty bad reviews 
I felt like the movie itself was uh, was touching. I thought it was emotional. Um, it showed um, about friends, heartache. Um, I had a little bit of a love story. It had creativity um, because parts of the movie, um, Steve and Leslie and like the the, the co uh, the the actors, they they all came to life as more the figurine doll type, and so I thought having that be a part of the film i thought that was great so i i enjoyed it i would say go see it in the theaters i think it's worth it um uh, but you know you can't really read and trust everything online so don't i don't really go with the critics on that one another one i saw um which was an older one uh, i saw this at home um was brigsby bear i've heard a lot about brigsby bear this was actually released in 2017 um, and I've heard numerous things about Brigsby Bear from um, friends and uh, different online sources. And, you know, I've had it for a while, but I just never wanted to watch it. And so I um, actually sat down and watched it. Um, I was surprised I didn't know the cast. Um, I was surprised to see Mark Hamill, uh, Luke Sky, the original Luke Skywalker, um, as one of the uh, characters in this film. Andy Samberg, I saw a part in this film. Uh, this was a story about uh, a, a boy or man who was kidnapped um, pretty much at the at birth um, and then after 25 years in captivity living somewhat of a normal life um, he is found by his actual real parents and then they have to introduce him back to real life but all he really knows is this television show that his fake parents made called Brigsby Bear and so the whole story is him trying to recreate this show, even though people think it may be, um, you know, damaging him uh, mentally because it's tied back to when he was in captivity. And so I thought this was great. I loved this film. Um, it, t it, it showed manipulation and it also had um, a very big, um, you know, bone, like a backbone of friendship and adventure. Um, it had some sadness, but it, yet it had hope. And so I feel like if you were able to watch this, rent it, download it, I would definitely go check out uh, Brixby Bear. So let's move into music. Um, I don't know about you, but every once in a while, uh, you know, with the streaming services, Apple Music, Spotify, um, you know, there's just so much. There's so much to choose from that. I have Spotify uh, premium, and so I usually end up going back if I can't find anything else to listen to that's new. I usually end up going back to the same five or ten you know musicians or artists. You know, there's always City and Colors, always in there. John Mayer. Um, sometimes there's Dance Gavin Dance. Um, sometimes I'll throw some '90s hip hop because I know it. But recently, I was watching a video by Sam Sheffer on YouTube, and Sam Sheffer was he was going through what what is on my iPhone. He makes these videos about once or twice a year, and he goes through and he talks about all of the different services and the apps and things like that. He had an app that he briefly touched on very quickly, but I ended up having to rewind it and go back. He was talking about an app called Hype Machine. 
H Y P E hype machine. And so I thought he was, he, he said, uh, what do you say? Hype machine is good for, um, you know, indie music and indie artists, um, just to find some new stuff. And then he moved on. And so it kind of stuck with me. I waited a couple of days and I kind of remembered, I'm like, yeah, let me check this out. You know, it's, it was free, you know, whatever. So I downloaded it and it's the app layout itself, um, is not very well built, but I, I started just, you know, hit latest or popular or it has genres on there. It has, you know, different indie genres, hip hop. Um, it has, let's see, I have it right here. Electronic funk, hip hop, house, lo-fi, minimal pop rock. Um, and then it kind of has, um, some different sounds. Um, they can, uh, categorize music into, you can make playlists, you can hook it up to your, um, SoundCloud. So in case you start favoriting artists, um, your SoundCloud will of course, you know, start, um, showing you artists more of what you're into, but hype machine is a streaming service that combines, um, fresh new music. Most of it is good. I really, to be honest, only skipped when I was listening to hype machine like once or twice. Um, it's, it just shows you good music, um, of all different genres. So if you kind of like the alternative indie, uh, throwing a little hip hop, maybe a little electronic music in there, I would definitely go down hype, download hype machine, um, for iOS. I don't think it's on Android, but I did see that they are, they have an a user's account on Spotify and you can go to hype H Y H Y P E M as in Mary.com. Um, they have a website, they have a newsletter, you can find them on Spotify. So you could still kind of, uh, get the idea of what the app, the app is, um, because they're constantly scouring for new music, fresh music. And I have <laughs> dropped Spotify for now. I'm going to give this app a try. Spotify is still on my phone. I still have the account, but recently it's just so much to choose from on Spotify that I felt like this app kind of fit that little, that little missing puzzle piece for me. And so, uh, moving on to tech, um, there wasn't too much in tech. I know CES 2019, 2019 is happening or just happened. Um, and I saw a lot of news articles about what was the, the big thing at CES, uh, CES 2019. Um, and it was a lot of robots, a lot of voice activated stuff to make your house smarter. I don't know about you, but this past holiday season, our house definitely got smarter. We got more Wi-Fi bulbs, smart plugins. Um, we got a, a Roomba for vacuuming, um, which I don't really suggest anyway, just because they're so expensive and they don't really learn very well. Um, with Alexa dots and everything is controlled from Alexa and everything kind of intertwines with each other at CES 2019. That was kind of the main focus was more and more robots and more to try and make your life easier. I do have to admit that yes, we do have a lot of smart items within our home, but over time, you know, we end up just flipping on the light ourselves or switching the switch or turning it on or whatever the case may be, just because this smart item is not very smart. And so I thought that was interesting. Um, I saw a more and more news come out that, you know, uh, talking about Apple and the fact that it's no longer the most valuable company 
you know, has Apple really lost its shine? Uh, you know, is, is it is it as cool as it used to be when Steve Jobs was around, or right when the right when uh, Tim Cook took over? With the re- latest release of the iPhone um, XS, XS Max, and XR, they haven't been meeting their sales goals as um, a lot of different markets. I think they focused a lot on China, that they haven't been meeting those sales numbers. And with those price tags of new iPhones costing $1,000 plus, I can see why. Uh, You know, I have an iPhone 7 Plus and it's perfectly fine. I keep it in the case most of the time. Um, I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, of course you would like the new phone or the new gadget or whatever. Absolutely. But for $1,000, I will wait. I will wait until it goes down in price or if this one completely craps out on me. Uh, I'm, that's, that's one of the reasons. And I'm pretty sure with their news articles stating that people aren't flocking to the new phones, that more and more people are finding out there are services out there that if you drop your phone and shatter it, or if you need a new battery or whatever the case may be, that there's more and more services out there that would charge you $50 or a hundred dollars or even $200 to end up changing your phone and getting it fixed and uh, making it work again, rather than going to drop a price tag, uh, you know, a thousand dollars or eight hundred dollars or whatever the case may be, I would probably go on the side of fixing it before buying a new one, just because a thousand dollars. I mean, you can go out and spend a thousand dollars and get a brand new uh, laptop from Apple, and I mean, you could do a thousand more things on the laptop than you can on the phone. Now they are slowly merging, but I mean, you kind of you kind of get the idea. Um, so I also saw that um, Jeff Bezos and his wife, um, you know, Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon, and his wife, they are getting a divorce after uh, years and years of marriage, and that Jeff Bezos is having to pay upwards of twenty five billion dollars. A lot of people on the Amazon side, um, like within the board and everything, they are worried because with that amount of money going out, uh, to the wife, they're, they're worried that it's, you know, it could affect financially, um, the health of Amazon and what it's doing right now. So my, my thing is Jeff Bezos shouldn't have been messing around with other people, which, or accusations of, I don't really know if it's true, but they said he was messing around with a friend and, uh, he was caught and, you know, whatever the case may be, they're going to divorce. He's having to pay a massive, massive amount of money of $25 billion. And so, uh, you know, I can't even say poor Jeff because, um, you know, you did it to yourself, you know, whatever. I will still be an Amazon customer just because of the convenience. Uh, if I could go somewhere else, I would, but Amazon kind of cornered the market. So, well, uh, that's all I really have for this episode. Um, usually I like to end wrap up the episodes with, um, you know, what I'm currently listening to, uh, reading or, you know, surfing on Instagram. Um, so for my Instagram account, um, that I think everyone should go check out one of the ones I've been enjoying lately, is uh, an Amazon account called Rental Magazine. Um, it's kind of um, like a community page where they go out and find like posts. Um, it's kind of um, 
different artistic snapshot style uh, kind of film look. Um, and I've been enjoying this account for quite some time. Um, what I'm currently jamming to, if it's not on Hype Machine, like what I was talking about earlier, um, one of the songs I recently found was uh, an artist called Tom Mouse Smith. And the song is called Dragonfly. Definite jam. Go look that one up. Um, another one I've been jamming to a lot more of Leon Bridges. Um, I kind of listened to him a lot more this weekend. Um, it also, you know, if you're on Instagram and you're out there surfing the web or checking social media out, give me a follow, uh, drop me a like, drop me a what's up. Uh, my username on Instagram is rich. It's one R two I's three C's four H's. Um, I post this, um, episode and all the other episodes on anchor.com anchor does a fantastic job of posting it to i think nine other streaming services google play and apple and overcast pretty much wherever you can get a podcast you can get this show and this episode so tell your friends about it um you know i'm only going to hopefully see more movies and find more music for everyone to enjoy and so we can spread all of the fun and jam out together through 2019 and with that i will see everyone in episode 11